You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. Hey man, the only place I go. Every night it's the Ryan Show Check us out for an hour, enjoy yourself maybe Good music and special guests Listen, we the best, forget the rest It's just me and Ryan, Cheeks the team Yeah, we about to reign, reign, reign supreme Come on. Yeah, we coming over and we taking the scene Yeah, we should be on that line laid up, up on the screen Yeah, you know my team, yeah, we really just doing this Fluid up, every time we really just moving this Yeah, man, we mix it up To all of my fellas and chicks Best believe we the new way, Mr. T. Rob Boogie and Anthony Dave. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is finally that time of the week again. This is the Ryan Show FM. Yes. The weekly premiere starring the socialite of New York City, your favorite socialite of New York City. He's enough of a socialite to make up for the lack of socializing going on right now in New York City. How are you, Hamptons, Dave? I'm doing good. I'm finding ways to socialite out here. How do you do that inside? How do you cyber socialite? You got to just be in everybody's live and comment. Get in some conversations. That's how. That's how you socialize now. You gotta. That's how you rub shoulders with everybody now. Going into everybody's live feed, live yeah. stories. I I see that you've been in the IG lives, and there's been so many IG lives. And matter of fact, the other co-host of this radio program, yes, the legendary leader of the Lost Boys, Mister Cheeks, is in the house. What it do, baby? What's up with the fellas? Chilling. Everything good? Everything's good. Great- Another week. I see you up there on IG Live. You threw a hell of a party last night on Instagram Live, Mr. Cheeks. Yeah, man. We was having a little fun for Easter, you know? An Easter celebration. Love that. The the Resurrection Day turn up. Well, you gotta, gotta turn up for Jesus. Turn up for Jesus. Great. Well, that's just, that's just cool. Thanks to everybody coming out, chilling out with us. You know what I'm saying? Playing some of the new shit coming up. Definitely some of all of the classics. You know, just having a good time. 70s to the, to the 2000s music. Shout out to DJ Unique. Killing it. Doing it. Word. And very excited because it's almost April 22nd. And we got to let everybody know at the start of every episode, there is a brand new Lost Boys album coming out. Yes, and boy, sir. am I excited. 
Happy to do it, man. Happy to do it. Lost Boys, new music, you know, same boogie. Just a new situation, you know what I'm saying? Resurrected Freaky Time, this album. You know what I'm yes. saying? Streets needed that. How does that work? Was Cool the Ruler sitting on that Freaky Time audio for all these different years? All these years, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he was the first one that kicked off the album. Got us our first gold album, Legal Drug Money. So yeah. it's only right he got all the files still from dats to, to real the reals and all that. You know what I mean? I can only imagine the archive of Lost Boy material that he's got. And you guys can take a look at it yourself. Go to at Lost Boys for Life, Roman numeral four, at Lost Boys for Life. And it's just a, a stream of all this great Lost Boy stuff, promotion of that new album. So we're all very excited. We're going to be playing it right here. And, uh, and another one, one uh, other quick plug, 420. You could be anywhere in the world, but it better be on Instagram live simultaneously with us because we're hosting a 420 Ryan show live. We're going to be interviewing Cooler Ruler about Grand Scheme. I have a feeling Mr. Cheeks just might be in that IG live as well. So be sure to join us at the Ryan show on Instagram live 420, 7 p.m. Eastern. It kicks up. Roll up. Better roll up. Better have something rolled up. Lighten. We're getting high. We're going to have people join us live on IG one at a time. And you better have some of that sticky icky with you. We're going to bring you into that IG live chat and you can smoke weed in front of Mr. Cheeks. How's that for 420? <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be popping right there, baby. How you get how you get a DJ to DJ while you go live with the DJ and get interviews from your side? The only way, Mr. Cheeks, is if, is if I learn how to DJ. And that's what I've been doing. DJ Rye Boogie on the ones and twos on 420. Yes. <laughs> Get it right. All you got to do is play for Soul Cafe. Yes. That's it. Leave the DJ nice in the background. Ooh-wee. <laughs> Love the soul, Funky Soul Cafe. Where Funky Soul Cafe gets you through. That's nice. But, gentlemen, we have some, uh, we've got a good night ahead of us. I've got some exciting interviews lined up for us. I'm excited because we don't really have many younger rappers on. You know, that generation of hip-hop, we don't really represent too much that drill, that New York City drill music. But we got the tie to Ron Suno. I do find... Look, he's a New York rapper, first and foremost. And I got to ask you, Mr. Cheeks, as a New York rapper, what do you think about the state of New York hip-hop? Yo, man, that question is crazy because you know what I'm saying? Like... I don't really know, man. The state of New York is probably just like, it's not it's not what it used to be, but you know what I mean? I don't really listen to the state of hip-hop of New York hip-hop. I'll tell you the truth, it's like, who, what, what is New York hip-hop anymore? You know what I mean? All it's I know is love boys, baby. Yeah, LB for life. That's New York City hip-hop for you. I mean, New York City hip-hop is still the same people you were listening to back then. Right. It's still the same... Dang it, it's just not as on the forefront like it should be. But yeah, the drill. I'm, I'm telling you, Ryan, they got you. The drill music. It's not just me. They've got my son. I wasn't even planning on listening to any of this drill music. I put on some pop smoke, and my son starts bouncing. It's like the kids are getting brainwashed by this stuff. <laughs> Welcome what to my party. Yes, exactly. And, and uh, Ron Suno as well. I put on the song Pinocchio just so I could be ready for today's interview, and the kid starts jumping up and down. There must be some subliminal messages in this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. When I first discovered Ron Suno, I knew him as a dude that made sketches, not as a rapper. And I must say, I saw him on Funk Flex, and he can actually rap. 
Uh, but yes, Ron Sudo joins us tonight, and I'm excited to ask him his opinion on 6ix9ine, Takashi 6ix9ine now out of jail. I'm surprised with how rappers are not really speaking out against him, some even claiming that they'll still work with him. So we'll see if Ron Sudo is down to work with him amidst all of the controversy. Also tonight, Bobby J from Rockaway joins us. Yes. New song out now, Nobody, starring the one and only Mr. Cheeks, our own Mr. Cheeks. Appreciate it, shout to Tara. Yes, Tara's got a hell of a voice. Shouts to AOB for putting it all together. And uh, and lastly, we have Taniqua Jones, the daughter of Old Dirty Bastard, joining us. I'm ODB's to first that one. solo album just went platinum. So she received the plaque. She's going to come on, promote her father's legacy and what it was like to be on Growing Up Hip Hop. Something that we got to get Mr. Cheeks on on. So that damn petition. Z Band's coming. Z Band's coming, baby. Z Band's coming. Z Band's is on the way. And you know what? Lastly, for the first time ever, we left it up to you, the fans of the Ryan Show FM, to do an interview for us. So we had Nives Gadani. You may recall her uh, first appearance on the show. Mr. Cheeks and I interviewed her about her, uh, her legal troubles and about her documentary coming out. She was known as the International Madam, one of the most notorious female pimps of all time. She's seen it all. I wouldn't say she's done it all, but she's ordered nearly everything to be done, right? Every fetish on this planet you can think of, she's been behind. Yeah, I'm so, looking uh, forward to that one. I can't wait to sit down and uh, you know, ask her, you know, pick her mind at the stuff she's seen and she's been involved in. Yeah. Well, we don't even get to. That's up to the fans. And that's the new thing we're doing is we're going to Instagram Live for fan Q&As. So if you're following us on Instagram, it's something to look forward to. You could ask questions that you've always wanted to ask some of these uh, some of our favorite people that we've had on the show. We're only going to be doing repeat interviews on there. So, yeah, I think it's time that we get this thing started, guys. Let's do it. Another night. Let's keep these people entertained. Let's hit them with some New York City hip-hop at its finest as we lead up to Ron Suno entering the studio. Let's get it started, baby. A bit. I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. I'm from New York, New York. I got a semi-automatic that spits next time if you talk, you talk. I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. I'm from New York, New York. I got a semi-automatic that spits next time if you talk, you talk. And I know y'all niggas is Panani, Panani, your monologues getting tired. Now it's time to ride and print this. You fire, you no longer desire to take off them silly chains. Put back on your wire. I'm on fire. Holly dipped in octane. Let East Coast bang, let West Coast bang. And rule gon' bring the ghetto gospel to every hood possible. Pushing through in the sky blue. Back with the guard you now. Preferably the four pounds. Slugs flying at the speed of sound. Trying to catch the ears and ears just running their mouths. I might get my Brooklyn. The run in your house. I don't really understand what the running's about, but we hunters, we take pride in airing our prey out, leaving them laid out dead and just for sport. Cause we ain't playing up here in New York. I got a hundred guns and honey clips. I'm from New York, yes. New York. And you can tell the way the homies fit that I'm from New York. New York. I got a hundred ways to make a grip. Yes, I'm from New York, New York. And you can tell I get real ignorant. <laughs> 
I'm from New York, New York. And this is how we do. I can see the coke in your nose. This ain't a movie, even he got his head blown on the globe. And I was just about to find God, but now that Mace is back, I think I'd much rather find a Menard. And everybody talking crazy how they AK spit, but we don't disinvestigate and they ain't spray. Not me, I'm a truth, homie. Got the industry shook like nah, get your gun, let him loose on me. True story, I'm bringing the team back. Even Roy Jones was forced to lean back. My Dre said, grind cook. Now we killing them hard. Then I must have found Puns Rhyme book. Got got to the top of the phantom. And the pinky got bling like the ring around Saturn. Cut, cut, crack, sing for that. And you already know the X is where the team be at. I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. I'm from New York, New York. Yeah, rough riding, deep blocking. What you thought? You thought? And you can't take Cause life is too short, too short yeah. Got a hundred guns, a hundred clips I'm from New York <laughs> This is how I we swear it couldn't be sweeter uh -uh. Life's a Depending on how you treat her, yeah. you might get rich, it's guaranteed you gon' die, and you might get missed for maybe two or three hours till they light these spliffs. And that coke could get you a long time. But when I let them know the dope is out, it's like America online. Wise is awoken, and you know they say that you deserved it whenever you die with your eyes open. I still hold a title, cause I'm in the hood like them low motorcycles. Stick up kids hopping out with the old rifles. Yeah. Just doing, doing for nothing, it's so spiteful. Ha, I'm just like you. The word that wanna Mercury was in the air, uh, a double shot of yak and the purple is in the air, uh, and I'm not cocky, I'm confident, so when you tell me I'm the best, it's a compliment. I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips, I'm from New York, New York, and you can tell the way the homies spit, that I'm from New York, New York. I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips, I'm from New York, New York, I got a semi-automatic that spits next time if you talk. <laughs> And this is how we do I'm loathsome, I scream out the world and I throw some Scheming hard but 
market is the guard. I leave bullets large, leave you leaning on your broad. That all pump, leave you f***ed up in your car, slump. Kennedy style with your memory out. The f*** I want. Daddy-o with the Cali code. Let the gaddy blow, leave you bleeding on your patio. I leave rivals on their back, looking up at the sky blue. Not only do I leave you, I hide you. I before you, X and Ja Rule. Death before dishonor, now with prior to. Horse man, fire you, expire you. Me die before you, you liar you. This is dead off the hits I approve. I got the feds wearing riot suits Y'all don't listen Or the streets are in prison When we find them, we twist them Niggas f***ing up missing Y'all don't understand We want y'all all to hate it It's murder Murder incorporated It's murder In crime we all related It's murder See if y'all I'm a murderer, murderer Anything that moves See you now It's like you would die Caught up and fall victim to the worst Next you're getting jive as expected Shine on the world and reflect it Don't respect it, so get it the worst way Up with the wolves, you get hunted like prey Shut up in broad day, now everybody mourns you I'm feeling like stupid, didn't the ink warn you the first time Be murder, whenever you see blood, it's murder Laying them down for the love, that's us, we the life Put the knife to your windpipe, cause most of y'all is ain't cut right You thinking it's alright but it ain't. I'm paralyzing clowns. I've been down from the waist. Giving you space. All taking it. I'm making you bleed. And if I gotta take it, take it more than he need. It's nothing but love between me, you, and these slugs. Hit him up. Wrap his body in the area rug. Who holding the heat? Who leaving it cold in the streets? Y'all know me. You're Code D. Job Ruler OG. Better watch me closely. Get a grip. It's Hannah said That fuels all that murderous shit. When I look in the mirror, my reflection is killer. Jigger X. Johnny. Murder. And we are back, folks. You are listening to The Ryan Show FM, where we bring you all sides of the spectrum, baby. New, old, legends. I should say legends, both new and old. Ain't that right, Hamptons, Dave? Yeah, everybody. I mean, I look at my, myself as a legend, too, so every day is a, every day on the show is a good day for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look at you as a survivor out there in yeah, that survivor. car. Survivor. <laughs> you a survivor. You just won't go inside. On the line with us right now. I was just saying it off the air. He's the new face of the Bronx, a bold statement. Something that, I mean, a year ago, some would say he's, an, he's a hilarious Instagram comedian, but he's got bars. Little yeah. did it seem the, the, the world knew. The world yeah, did not yeah. know. But ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the young OG, Ron Suno, in this bitch. Gang, gang, gang. We outside, even though we inside. You feel me? <laughs> we in cheer. Let's do it. Know the and, uh, yo, Ron, I've got to say... I don't listen to much uh, drill music. Yeah. Normally, yeah. I'm like old school, boom, bap. I'm 30 years old. And I thought oh, I was, was like listening stuff. to like old people when I was listening to music growing up. But I've got to say, my son is feeling your music. My son is only eight months old. And I was putting on music today. He's in his bouncer. Pinocchio's got this kid moving and shaking like I've never seen. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. Nah, I appreciate that. That's fire. I appreciate that. You got the, the new boy ready to dance. That's crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Deadass. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of Pinocchio, we're going to have the rumors going crazy with for me. Blueface about to drop April 24th. Oh. Blueface on the remix. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, we're from the East Coast. We're going to bring the West Coast. And West Coast. We're going to connect to the whole world. We're going international. You feel me? I see. Yo, I love this New York movement because it seems that New York is officially back on the map with all this New York drill that you're hearing these days. Oh yeah, most definitely. We definitely connecting around. You feel me? Touching bases with this drill is, is touching everybody because you got Drake touching the drill base now. You feel me? You got the Migos going on drill now. You got a lot of people that's jumping on the drill with. So you know, drill is in style right now. 
I love the way the New York guys do it, though. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. It's that it's that high energy New York style. Mm-hmm. The lyrics are still funny. Like a lot of times when I listen to that, sl- you know, New York's got that way different. Yeah, yeah. Way different from United Kingdom and like Chicago drill music. Way different. And uh, and that being oh, entertainment. And like you said, entertainment. And I think that's that has a lot to do with it. Um, yeah. You already seem to have your sound. How long have you been rapping for? I've been rapping since I was like. 12, 13, you feel me? I was rapping for a long, but that's when I really got into the studio. But I've been rapping all my life, but I took it serious at the age of 13. To those that don't know, you're 19 years old, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm 19 right now as we speak, you feel me? Birthday coming up real soon, August. You know how that goes. Just reminiscing about 13. It's it's great. They've been... Yeah. But when you say you've been rapping since 13, rapping meant something a little bit different, I feel, when we were 13 years old. Yeah. It was more like lyrically based. Mm-hmm. And what is rapping to you? Like, who were your influences back then? So back then, like, I was listening to a lot of 50 Cent. I was listening to a lot of Lil Wayne, you feel me? And there's a lot of, like, entertainment bases I was touching on. Like, Soldier Boy, that I was into, like, I, I like, yeah. Soldier Boy, he had the entertainment side of music. And that's what motivated me to do, like, the entertainment, too. So yeah. I like Soldier Boy a lot. And, like, it motivated me because rapping is a way of expressing yourself. Like, that's, like, me back then, that was, like, my hobby of, like, playing what I feel on paper, you feel me? So me expressing myself, that's something I like to do on a normal, for me, like a habit. So I just put that into my regular day basis and it became normal for me to rap. You came up at the perfect time getting the Instagram lit too and then now now everybody mm-hmm. knows you, you already got a fan base and now you can just hit them with the music. Yeah, that's a fact. That was definitely my plan. That was my blueprint right there. I wanted the people to understand my personality before they hear my music. You know? So now when they hear the music, they understand now everything about me. I mean, you, mm-hmm. got, inf- you got infants jumping. Yeah, most that's definitely. How you that's how you know you're goal. Knocking. I'm serious. I'm going to make a video of that. <laughs> I do it so, for the youth, most definitely. You do it for the youth, like you said. Um, but now it seems like a lot of the music, it's not only for the youth because adults can feel it too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? saying like, yeah. You got like the, the, the kid names for the songs, but are you planning on changing your music as you go forward or are you just going with the flow right now? Right now, I'm just going with my fans want, you feel me? So, like, if they want more, like, songs that's, like, related to the youth, I'm going to give them songs related to the youth. But if they want me to hop in my bag or something different, I'm going to give them something <laughs> different. So, it's like, whatever my fans want, I look through my comments. I'm very interactive, so I like to see what they like. So, I just go about that. You're doing the right thing. Like, that's what you have to do is shape the youth. You want to get in the heads of the youth. Because yeah. like, you kind of like what you like forever. Not necessarily, but you, you'll always appreciate what you feel nostalgia for. So yeah. you're getting the kids when they're younger. And one thing that you mentioned, you said you wanted them to see your personality. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's something people don't talk about enough when it comes to hip-hop is how important personality is. Personality, aura, everything. It, yeah. it, right? It just seems like the biggest personality usually triumphs, especially when it comes to hip-hop. So yeah. I like that you're able to take your personality, which is hilarious. You're nothing but you in your songs. You're not talking any like anything crazy that you don't do. You're not pretending yeah. to be something that you're not. So I got to say, I respect it. Plus, I saw you go on to Funk Flex and drop bars. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I had to, you know, because <laughs> a lot of people was down with me saying I wasn't lyrical. So, you know, I had to shut everybody up on social media because a lot of times I turn people to the show what's up. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, we do this for real over here. Like, you feel me? I'm from the Bronx. I can't <laughs> different. Like, this is something I've been doing. So I just show people, like, this is natural. That SBL movement. Hell yeah. That's a mm-hmm. Bronx attitude. Yeah, and yeah, the SBL movement in general. 
we hungry, you feel me? We want to win. That's the that's the goal to win. You feel me? We never take no losses because at the end of the day, we got families to feed. We got a difference to make to the world, to the community. We got a lot of people that's watching. You got to set a good example, stay positive, you feel me? Because you never know when is your time to go. So you always got to live your best to the fullest. You feel me? You only live once. And uh, the SBL movement, what does that stand for, SBL? It means stack beyond lifestyle. So that means there's no limitations to what you could achieve, to what you're trying to go for. So it's like you got to stack beyond life. So when you're going to get to it, you're going to get beyond it. You feel me? I see that. You've got to never be the limit. I like no, that. No, hell no. Yeah. Definitely not. That's a so, fact, too. That being said, you were just getting some crazy momentum. New song out with Fivio Foreign. It's not new at this point. I guess a few months old. Lit-ass music video, by the way. Yeah, that's a fact. Most definitely. I appreciate it. You know, now we're all kind of stuck inside. This kind of came out of the blue. And I'm sure it's like, I know it's canceled. It's canceled all of our live shows. Things are different in the industry now. Have you been able to adjust so far? I know it's only been a month, but how's, uh, how's everything been moving in this transition to a, to a new world, I guess? Yo, man, it's like everything is more virtual now. It feels like yeah. everything is more technology-based. So it's like becoming human and, and, and touching people yeah. is out the window. So being able to go and have fun at your friend's house, those days is over. You got to make sure you're away from everybody. So I that see definitely changed everything. You even squaring up with yourself. I yeah, that's how, that's how the got me. It got me yeah. no barbershops, <laughs> nothing. I feel like a whole new person. Yeah, it's oh, crazy man. out here. It's like a Netflix movie a little bit. I don't know. Seriously, right? Like like some type of sci-fi movie. It's insane. This is a documentary. Before any of the hip-hop, there was there was the Weave Challenge. I know you said you were still riding, but the Weave Challenge is what you were best known for. Now, do you have any experience in fighting? Because you've got a serious bob and weave there, dude. Oh, yeah. So, like, I go loud. When I was young, I used to look up to Mike Tyson. Like, I always watched Mike Tyson. I would think Mayweather. Yeah. Mayweather. I used to like Mayweather. But Mike Tyson was like Tyson. The power, he Tyson had the power is that dude. Hits. Yeah, and he bit somebody ear off. That was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's hard. I'm all about biting ears off. I love Mike Tyson, but work. just the way that you're bobbing and weaving, that was like Floyd Mayweather status. I see like oh, you're yeah. you're, you're shaking too. like ten piece combos. Yeah, Muhammad Ali too. Exactly. Yeah, most definitely. But yeah, like just people like that. I was just looking up to when I was younger, playing fight night. You feel me? Just being outside, being dumb. You know, having them hands like Spider Man. That just motivated me to do the weed challenge because the <laughs> weed challenge can mean anything true because you could be dodging all the negativity. You could be dodging all the bullshit in your life. You feel me? So it's like you leave and everything that come your way. You worry about the good. You feel me? Yeah, I don't yeah. want no homework weave. You feel me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> school, no homework weave. If she cheat on me, weave. Weave. <laughs> everything is unbelievable. Um, <laughs> but weave that. Yeah. Weave that. Now, your music has a certain sound to it. Is it you that came up with this sound? Because you've got a certain cadence in your voice already. Are you working with some big producer behind the scenes that we don't know about? Um, so I, 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 this is definitely my sound that I'm trying to work on right now, that I'm mastering. I'm in the making of right now. This is like something different. I want to do something more cordial, like something that have a little spice and entertainment and a little bit more fun. I want to bring something different. And I feel like... Um, the beat makers that I use is usually by whoever's in my email. You know, I check my email. I go through a lot of my beats, and I whatever beat I like, I just hop on. I go from there and I contact the producers. Wow! So you're actually going to the beats in your email. So that's some inspiration to some of those beat makers out there. I'm sure they're just flooding inboxes with their beats. 
So there's a little bit of hope for those people. Wow. Yeah, a lot of packages being sent. So I just go yeah. through them, listen to a lot of beats. Sometimes you're not going to find the beats that you like, but I just keep scrolling through my email. I find a beat, and then I, I feel the energy. I go, for me, go crazy. Lit, lit. Anybody, anybody you want to work with, any producers or rappers you want to get on a song with this year, you know, I... I mean, everything's an email away, just like you said with the beats. I guess artists, mm -hmm. you could get verses from people. Probably everybody's trapped inside. Yeah, so most definitely, like I definitely want a song with the baby. That's that's gonna be coming real soon. Cause that would be a like, movie. Yeah, my energy definitely is equivalent to his energy because we both like to have fun. I see his music videos is creative, so like that would be something to go about. Yeah, his vibes crazy. I, his energy's crazy. I saw him when he was in New York. Mm, yeah, yeah, they were doing the Bob video. That was crazy. Yeah. I like that video. There we go. And look at that. And uh, and joining us uh, here for the Ron Suno interview, we have the one and only Mr. Cheeks of the Lost Boys here in the chat. What up, Cheeks? There he is. There he is. <laughs> we out. Yeah. out. Tra traffic must have been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get some more difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> What's good, oh, Cheeks? Man. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? So, uh, Mr. Cheeks, in studio tonight, as you see, we have uh, young Bronx legend Ron Suno. Young Yo, OG up, Ron up, Suno. Up, my boy? What up, Ron? How you living? About to roll up. You know what it do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you got to get high and get high drink. Yeah, you know how to play. Yeah, I'm about to do the same thing. What up? What up? Just, I just rolled up. I'm lit right now. Yeah, that's the fact. Weed and water. That's the two W's yep. you definitely need in your life. Weed and water. Those are the two healing substances these days, right? Yeah, most definitely. That's definitely good. Through this little phase we're going through right now, that's definitely needed. A lot of ginger and lemon. Yeah, that too. Right. I mean, a lot of vitamin right. C because a lot of people be forgetting the vitamin C is what helps us with our body. I keep hearing about sea moss too. Has anybody tried the sea moss yet? Oh, no. I never heard of that. I Randy keep seeing Moss people with brother. bags of it. Yes, <laughs> sea moss, Randy Moss. <laughs> I see people with bags of sea moss. They've got black elderberry. There's all these crazy. They look like Chinese. I don't know. Dare I say Chinese medicines? You know what I'm talking. Maybe it's Chinese medicines for the Chinese illness. Give me some fanto. Give me some fanto and some raw papers. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna be good for the night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. You got the wrong suno. I got my own weed string, bro. Oh, yo. Speaking of. Uh, of Ron Suno, look what I got here, some dosi -si dough. -do. Oh, he got the dosi -si dough, -do. literally, hold on. I saved that just for you, man. He got the dosi -si dough. -do. High on the dosi -si dough -do here on the Ryan Show FM. I got the Zerva Blunt. <laughs> Hell yeah, yo, this stuff is looking crazy too. I didn't realize how good the dosi -si dough -do stuff was until I heard it in the song. Yeah. We're getting a good view of it here on Skype. To all the listeners out there, another big uh, piece of hip hop news this week, guys. And I've got two MCs to help me Figure out which side I should take. Takashi Six Nine is home free, yeah. and he's out there trolling already. Already. So, as a fellow new, young New York rap star, what's your take on the whole situation? He he he's no good. He he. I, 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 I don't I don't want no business with that man. We don't we don't condone rats. There we go. That's 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 bottom line. Like once you break a code in the streets, you break a code for life. Yep. So it's like at the end of the day, you chose to be in this lifestyle. You got to deal with the consequences that come with it. You feel me? Right. So there's no way we're ever gonna see you do any type of collab with Six Nine. Yeah, hell no. How about you, Mister Cheeks? <laughs> I, won't even, I won't even promote the name you're saying. 
Ain't nothing to talk about. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what? But That's I'm a very good point. Thing too. He's going. He he. His stream's still going to be lit. Yeah. They still oh, going. Yeah. They still going to listen to him because you know I'm hearing that he posted on his gram, and then it got two million followers in in a week. That's the so biggest like, lighter I ever seen, Mister Cheeks. Wait, one more time. What is that? That's a lighter. Jesus. <laughs> You can't. <laughs> it's got no flame in it, though. It's like, yeah, it's, it's it's got got the the yours. Yeah. So you're right. The views have gone up. His followers have gone up. He's still out there trolling. The ultimate troll is back. So we'll see how society adjusts it. I've got a feeling that people are not going to be as ratting is not looked down upon like it used to be. I'm Italian. You don't want to talk to me about ratting. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I feel like they didn't glorify ratting so so ill. You know what I'm saying? Yep. From Frank Lucas to motherfucking Alpo, all everybody been ranting. So yeah, niggas like it's no good. Yo. It's like you gotta stay true to your word. I ain't, I ain't picking up none of that fake bullshit. I like <laughs> talking about all of that. I'm like, yo, kid, keep that over there, and I'm staying with him. Cloth is real over here, man. I can't deal yeah. with it, man. Nah, yeah. I can't even be around them. all them rat niggas. Everything fabricated with these people. Birds. That's straight up facts, man. Everything's fabricated. You're right. You know, I heard somebody make an argument with me. They were trying to argue my point. Game is, game is bullshit. Niggas are falling back. Don't mean yeah. Someone came at me with the argument that they were going to kill him. They were f***ing his baby mama. Is that really ratting on somebody if somebody's out to kill you? And I said, well, what about Jim Jones? What about all these other guys, the names that he's mentioning that have nothing to do with any of that? A rat's a rat. A rat is a rat. And that's yeah. that. That's it. No matter that's the that. situation, you got to Looks like a rat, right smells too. like a rat. Can never that's fold in a, a situation rat. under pressure. Because that's what they want you to do. They want you to fold. They want you to... Can't fold under pressure. So enough putting energy towards... Uh, we're not going to say his name. You know what's going on. We got real New York rap in the building. Yeah, most definitely. Not just Hamptons Dave. We got uh, Ron Suno yeah. and Mr. <laughs> Cheeks here on the Skype with us. So, we got Burroughs represented in here. Oh, right yeah, now. that's a fact. That's Queens, a fact. Bronx, Hamptons. Yeah. Connection, baby. Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, Harlem, yeah. Switzerland. Switzerland. Downtown. Switzerland. Where's that? In Staten Island, Switzerland? We everywhere. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we international, baby. Global. Right. Yeah, so, Ron, um, as we're wrapping things up, is there anything to look forward to? Besides some of this great music, do we got any more, uh, like, can we get, like, a preview of any Instagram sketches? What kind of good comedy stuff do we got coming our way? Oh, yeah, most definitely. You're going to see me a lot of short films real soon. I'm definitely going to be in some Netflix. I ain't going to say too much, but y'all just got to stay tuned. I'm going to be a lot of entertainment sides y'all going to have to look forward to that I'm going to be involved in. And my EP is coming real soon before the summertime. Let's so I see around, like, two months. Swag Like Mike Tape is going to be ready. I'm going to have a lot of songs, eight songs about Go crazy. I'm gonna have Blueface on the Pinocchio remix. After that, I'm gonna drop my single. We're gonna go crazy from there. Everything is elevation. There we go. And uh, real quick, your comedic influences. We talked a little bit about your musical influences, but how about comedy? Who were you watching as a kid comedically that inspired you? Because you're, you're only 19 years old and you're already, in a sense, you guys are all paving the way for Instagram comedy. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You guys yeah. are pioneers in your own way right now. In a hundred years, 
they're going to be looking at some of these Instagram videos like, yo, these were the first real viral comedy videos. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, that's awesome that you guys do all this. But who were some of your inspirations to doing any of this? Um, I say Kevin Hart. Like when I was growing up, I, I was watching Kevin Hart. That was somebody that I looked up to, like entertainment wise, because he was his own type of funny. His his sense of humor has always had me crying. So that was somebody I looked yeah. up to. All his movies. Yeah, Kevin Hart is funny. Kevin Hart, Hart is. Yeah. Kevin Hart is a different breed. Did you listen to his stand up comedy, or was it mostly his acting? I liked his stand up comedy because I felt like he was able to turn his his jokes into stories. Yeah. Once you can turn a story into jokes and, 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 and tell real life situations and, and turn it to entertainment, that's a talent right there. That's that's a gift. Because right. he'll make it a, a situation that anybody could be mad about into a real life joke. And he'll be the funniest in the world. He's doing arenas too. That's a talent. If you could sit in front of an arena, have a Oh yeah. Like not just the, a small the room. Yeah. And keep going. That that's crazy. That's a different level. Yeah, that's definitely a different level. Any plans on doing any stand-up comedy? Um, for the for the prices, right? I might do right. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, see myself doing stand-up, but if the money's right, I will do it. You know, why not? The money is right. A lot of times, like stand-up comedy, money can be pretty big. You sell out one of those arenas, like Kevin Hart's doing. Yeah. I don't know the exact number, but it's it's pretty crazy. I know, yeah. I know he getting a lot of money for that, but that's what's up. I, I definitely respect Kevin Hart and his grind because I definitely seen him come up in the elevation. It's been good having you. Ron, let's plug that IG. I'm sure most of our listeners follow you on IG, but let's get it. It's at Ron Suno, right? Ron, S-U-N-O. Yes, Ron Suno. Everything is Ron Suno, SBL the label. I know the vibes, man. We from the Bronx, New York City. We taking over. We going crazy. New EP coming soon. EP, I'm looking soon. forward to that EP. Oh, yeah, EP Swag Like Mike. The new lingo is called Bangum. So when you see a nice little song, you see a nice little joint, you, you like how she look, you be like, Bangum. I need to get your yeah. number, shorty. Bangum. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you just, just score a touchdown and you feeling like the man, you be like, Bangum. You know what I mean? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. This is the Ryan Show FM with Ron Suno. Bangum, baby. Let's get it going. Let's go. Good. My hands really work, I fight him in. Cut to the top like I'm Spider-Man. Bobbing the weaver like Iron Man. If I need work, I hire me. Don't talk about shots, we dishing or spark like a button. My gig at the clip in them. Got shots to go bit through a rigging man's hand for the bit. Spin again. My hands really work, I fight him in. Cut to the top like I'm Spider-Man. Bobbing the weaver like Iron Man. If I need work, I hire me. Don't talk about shots, we dishing or spark like a button. My gig at the clip in them. Got shots to go bit through a rigging man's hand for the bit. Spin again. Yo, how's the weed when I roll up the zip? If homie don't got it, I'm showing the grip. I back up the chop, and I'm towing the clip. She sucking my dick while I'm smoking the split. I'm getting this money, I feel like Chris Tucker. I shoot him for nothing. This bitch a duckin'. I came with a 40, I ain't playing for nothing. I call up that Elgin one time and they coming. I boom like this and I boom and he drop. Climbing the wall when I climb to the top. Spider Man moves when I run to the guac. Got red in the blue with the Spider Man socks. I'm hot the weed when I move like a zombie. He said that he wanted them, better go find him. I spin on his block and we making a problem. I'm smoking no Cali, can't feel on my body. I got the drip, the juice, I'm saucy. I got the Zana, get a morphia. I ride in the view with the 40. We play how to seek that we toss them. Bobbing and weave, hold on. I think I'm Iron Man. I got a scope and it came with a silencer. Smoking more dope, what I put on my calendar. My hands really work, I fight him in. Climb to the top like I'm Spider Man. Bobbing and weaving like Iron Man. If I need work, I hire me. Don't talk about shots, we dishing them. Spark like a bunch of my gig at the clip in them. Got shots to go bit through a rigging man's hand for the. Spin again. My hands really work, I fight him in. Climb to the top like I'm Spider Man. Bobbing the weaver like Iron Man. If I need work, I hire me. Don't talk about shots, we dishing them. Spark like a bunch of my gig at the clip in them. Got shots to go bit through a rigging man's hand for the bit.
Don't try it, man. I see it up in the firing. What that fire called fire to fire, man. I got the iron, I'm aiming. Take mine, I ain't crying, I'm rhyming. Two shots through his diaphragm. You on the floor, praying, man. We don't care, we're going right again. I'ma need more. Me and three of mine, we the fantastic four. Bullets is walking through walls. I'm in a spot with two whores. Number one question is, can the feds get us? Uh -huh. I got vendettas and dice games against uh -huh. half-betters and niggas who pump wheels and drive getters. Take that with ya. Hit ya, back split ya. A fist fight to lame scuffles. Uh -huh. Pillowcase to your face, make the shell muffle. Shoot your daughter in the calf muscle. Uh -huh. A tussle, nickel plated. Sprinkle coke on the floor, make it drug related. Most hated, uh -huh. can't fade it. Uh -huh. While y'all pump really, uh -huh. I run up and stunt silly. Uh -huh. Scared, so you sent your little mans to come kill me. Uh -huh. But on the contrary, I packs the Mac Millie. Squeezed off on him, left the paramedics breathing soft on him. What's your name? Who shot you? My ties like Sinatra. Uh -huh. Peruvians tried to do me in. I ain't paid them yet. Trying to put 700s, they ain't made them yet Rolex and bracelets, it's frostbit Rings too, and just get on the way Call me Igloo, stick Who? Where you from? Brooklyn, going out for all Marcy, you don't stop Best style, you won't stop Big Smalls and this shit get your drawers Brooklyn represent y'all, hit your falls You crazy, think a little bit of rhymes can play me I'm from Marcy, I'm Varsity Chump, you JV Jay-Z, nigga, baby My bed style flow's malicious, delicious All three wishes, made my road to riches From 62's, gym stars, my mom's dishes Graham chopping, police van docking D's at my doors knocking Keep rocking, yeah, no more mister Nice guy, twist your issue Oh, back with the pistols, blazing, hot like Cajun, hotter than even holding work at the days in, with New York plates outside, get up out of there, oh, you ride, keep your hands high, this gets steeper, here comes the Grim Reaper, Frank White, need the keys to your innkeeper, that's right, chill homie, the bitch in the Shonies told me, you're holding more drugs than the pharmacy, you ain't harming me, so pardon me, pass the safe before I blaze the place, and hit six shots just in case. Trying to do, made a fortune off Peru. Extradite, China white, heron. Looking please like short sleeves, uh. I bear wrong. Stay out away from heron. Clear, gone. 
Uh. Me and Gutter had two spots. The two for five dollar hits, the blue tops. Uh. Got a gold coolio, mean it's getting too, too hot. If they have twins, she probably have two pops. Uh. Get uh. it? Uh, time to separate pops. the pros from the con The platinum from the bronze That butter saw issue from that leather, leather on the bronze uh, uh, A S1 diamond from my I-class dawn A Chardon sipper from a rosé Hugging on, Brooke non, sipping on Crystal forever, play the crib when it's mink weather uh, The mafia keep cannons in they Mark Buchanan's uh, Usually Quattro Cinco, the shell sink slow Tossing ya, mad slugs through your Nordic up I'm warning ya What's up, folks? We have returned. You are listening to The Ryan Show FM. Music carefully curated by myself, your good buddy, Ryan. And for this next segment, we did things a little bit different. We left it up to you, the fans of The Ryan Show FM, to ask international madam Nives Gadani a few questions. Who is Nives Gadani, you ask? Well, Nives Gadani is one of the most badass women to ever walk this planet. Not only did she run a gigantic international sex ring, but she did it with class, treating all of her workers fairly and with dignity. And if it weren't for a few dirty rats, she'd probably still be doing it right here in New York City. After nobly serving her time without snitching on anybody, Nives returned to Europe to do the same thing legally, where the sex trade is not frowned upon, but instead encouraged by the government. Who collects that sweet, sweet taxpayer money from Nives and her clients? And we gave you an opportunity to ask Nives some questions on the holiest day possible, Easter Sunday. Now let's let Nives introduce herself, and let's see what the fans of The Ryan Show FM have to ask her. Let's go! This is Nives Cadoni, the international madam, and you are listening to my fan Q&A with the fans of The Ryan Show FM. All right, let's get this thing started. We are live on Instagram. I'm going to be reading off the at names for Nives to answer the question. Let's go. At EastsideMommy76 asks, when is the documentary coming out? Right, so the documentary is already out on YouTube. Um, unfortunately, I did mention the name of the snitch, which I really don't care, but that was an issue because YouTube, uh, you know, someone made a complaint and I had to take it off. Um, but I made a second video, which I didn't say the name, but I asked people to put the name below, which they have, because they knew who I was talking about. I feel like no one has to make the same mistakes that I already did, so I feel like that person should be exposed for that. And I think it made a decent way around. I mean, a lot of people hit me up and asked me, you know, I know who he is. And, you know, people are afraid, which I understand. At T. Sightful asks, 
Do you have any fear of the U.S. government coming after you for ousting a snitch that still currently works for them? Nope. Because I made that decision and I thought about it, you know? And it's not like me snitching on a snitch. It's like I don't want other people to walk in. I'm not telling what they have to do. But if you want to snitch, I think you're always a snitch and you always have to work for the government or whoever. And uh, I just don't feel like it's right for other people to go do time. If you messed up, you know, just go do your time. This question is from at low life raps on Instagram. Nives, have you gotten back into the sex industry since you've moved back to Europe? So I opened a brothel two years after I got deported. I had an investor and uh, I had an idea Basically, like I have a brothel, but S&M as well. So fetishes or whatever can be conducted as well, plus an escort service, all in one. And um, it worked out great because I have great girls. And I made a really nice deal for the girls where they can make as much money possible. All the extras go to their uh, pockets. And then the fetish is just something here in Zurich, Switzerland. I mean, people have too much money, I guess, and just fetishes. <laughs> but it's legal. And this question is from at WEMS underscore radio on IG. What are some of the craziest fetishes that you've seen over the past two years? Oh my God, that's a crazy question. I mean, every request or something that has been done. Sometimes when people maybe get high and they have like a, already an intense fetish, they always want to go further. And this guy wanted to have a mouse up his uh, behind. Aww. That's how you say it. Yeah, but I didn't do it. So we just had to find a different type of stuff because, you know, the mouse or whatever. First of all, it's unfair for the animals. We're not doing that. Um, but at the same time, it just, you know, he could really die from that. And we don't want, want that to happen. Gross. All right. And this next one is from at Jeeves B on Instagram. Jeeves B asks, has there ever been anything too complicated to have done for one of your clients? They're always like complicated uh, requests, so people just want to push it to the limit. Uh, and I think the weirdest one was a guy wanted to pee in a girl's colon, and then he wanted her to basically piss that back in his mouth. So they tried that, but it didn't work out. But it's kind of weird anyway. Ooh, that's hot. We got a question here from at Thunderbolt Boxing on Instagram. At Thunderbolt Boxing asks, is there any advice that you would like to give out to any ladies that might be interested in sex work? If um, a girl wants to make a career in this business, uh, the advice I will give is do it like maybe two years, have a plan, put the money aside and uh, just don't sell yourself short. Like just try to make as much money as you can because if you start on a low level, you cannot go up with the price in the end. And uh, just get out of it when you're done and, and don't look back. There you have it, take notes ladies. This next one comes from at the Hamptons plug on IG. What's the highest number of women that a client has ordered at one time? The most women that a client has ordered before was 50 because he had uh, 25 employees. He wanted to make them all happy and they all wanted to have a choice between two women. Um, but they all got paid to show up and then they were able to choose. But uh, it was pretty hard to find all of them because it's 50 women with a certain height, a certain look. Uh, but thankfully, New York City has a lot of beautiful women. And just when I thought there was no reason to ever go out and get a job. Where were the bosses like this when I was working at Starbucks? And we've got one here from at MacDaddySports. Hey, ain't that a writer on our show? MacDaddySports asks, Who is the most unexpected client to ever ask for your services? It surprised me 
Um, a guy that's 20 years old and she's still in school and he has some like crazy fantasies already, you know? And then I think the best one was probably a governor. But that doesn't surprise me, you know? That really doesn't. A governor? Honestly, doesn't surprise me at all. Here's a good one. This one here is from at I'm too deep on Instagram. I'm too deep asks, how has COVID-19 affected the sex industry and will it still be affected by COVID-19 after the situation clears up a bit? The coronavirus um, affects pretty much the whole world. I mean, it does affect the whole world. And in the sex industry where it's legal, they all had to close. Um, they do get support from the state because over here or, you know, wherever it's legal, you have to pay taxes on it. So you do have a right to have some sort of comp uh, compensation. Now, where it's illegal, pe people probably trying to make some money and stuff is just a very high risk. Um, that that way the, the virus will spread. But then again, people are desperate for money and other people are maybe desperate for sex. But um, yeah, it, it will definitely affect it even in the future because people might think, oh, it's, you know, uh, maybe there's still some of the virus around or whatever, but we will see what's going to happen. I just know in the legal places, I'm sure there will be uh, new, um, uh, new ways that they can protect themselves. And there you have it, folks. We left it up to you, the fans of The Ryan Show FM, to join us on Instagram Live to interview the lovely Nives Gadani, a.k.a. the International Madam. She is one of the ultimate boss ladies of this day and age, so I highly recommend not only viewing the YouTube documentary, but ordering her book available on Amazon now, titled The International Madam, How a Woman Controlled a Worldwide Sex Ring. Want to give a big shout out to the fans of the show that interrupted their Easter dinner to help make that interview possible and help us shake Easter up a little bit. And we've got more fan Q&As coming up during this whole quarantine. Now let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Let's go. It's the Ryan Show. Yo, I don't think we should talk about oh, this. Come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to say, you know? No, but that's a part of life. Make void the topic, cause that ain't gonna stop it. Now just talk about sex on the radio and video shows. Many will know anything goes. Let's tell it like it is and how it could be. How it was and of course how it should be. Those who think it's dirty have a choice. Pick up the needle, press board, or turn the radio off. Will that stop us, Ken? I doubt it. Alright then, come on, spin. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. To try to make any man's eyes pop She use what she got to get whatever she don't got Fellas drew like fools but then again They're only human This chick was a hit because her body was booming Gold, pearl, rubies, crazy diamonds Nothing she wore was ever common Her dates, heads of state, men of taste Lawyers, doctors, no one was too great for her To get with or even mess with The press she says was next on her list And uh, believe me you, it's as good as true There ain't a man alive that she couldn't get next to She had it all in the bag so she should have been glad mm. 
But she was mad and sad and feeling bad Thinking about the things that she never had No love, just sex Followed next with the check and the notes That last night was dope Dope to controversy a three-letter word some regard as a curse see he may fiend and have a dream because he's seen a teen in tight jeans what makes him react like that is biological the scheme on getting in those jeans is diabolical but of course he does it and she gives them rap and before you even know it they jump in the sack as a matter of fact sometimes it's like that but anyway ready or not here he comes and like a dumb son of a gun oops he forgot the condoms hey. oh well you say what the hell it's chill i won't get got i'm on the pill until the sword pours and stuff pours down your drawers he gave it to you and now it's all yours yours, yours. let's talk about you and me let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be let's talk about sex let's talk about sex Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about Folks, we have returned. This is the Ryan Show FM playing hip hop, both new and old. Is it? Some hip hop that you may enjoy and some hip hop <laughs> that you just might not. But you know what? We play it all. I always enjoy bringing one of these uh, young kids on that plays, we know what they call, I guess it's drill music. It's not the <laughs> boom bat music that we are so used to because I like to see Mr. Cheek's reaction. I like bringing Ron Sudo around when we have a legend like Mr. Cheeks on the mic all the time. I like to see the dynamic. You know what I mean? Mr. Cheeks, what's your take on some of this new New York City hip-hop? Even though it's not what necessarily we're used to, do you at least appreciate that it comes from New York? I mean, I like good music wherever it comes from, you know what I mean? Come from New York, come from down south. As long as you popping, popping. I'm used to, I'm just good, I like good music, baby, you know? Good hip-hop, good lay down the vocal game. Your boss is on fire, you know? Anybody can make any kind of record, but you know, 
because I really want to make music, put their foot into that. Shit. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's some sort of a backhanded compliment. Which foot? On a- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I said I listen to good music. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, uh, down south, if it's good, you know, that's what I listen to. I, I ain't really. I don't know. I don't know too much about it. I just know what I know. You know. You know what you feel. I know what I definitely feel. Fact. And on that note, we do have some good music coming your way. Uh, Mr. Cheeks music, brand new single out with our our dear friend Bobby J from Rockaway yes. back in the building. Welcome back, Bobby J. He's on the line right now. Thanks for having me. It's always good to see you. I think this is the first time we got you and Cheeks on together, right? Yeah, we've we tried a couple times in the past week, but uh, this is this is the first time. It's an honor, man. It's an honor to to have the the song with Cheeks and, and be able yes. to do the interview together, man. We rock. Nobody, star, man. I Nobody. Mean, that's that's Definitely. my joint. That's our shit. No, yeah. I'm saying? Nobody, baby. Yeah, you're holding it down on that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's hip-hop right there. Thank Bobby you, bro. Jay from Far Rockaway, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Thank up. you. One of my favorite features I've ever heard on a, on a Cheeks track, because you paid homage to the Lost Boys, better than pretty much anyone I've ever heard on a track with him. Yeah, I, well, th- th- this is kind of... My, my history with the Lost Boys is... Uh, when I was when I was younger, my brother had like five or six albums that were kind of like my introductory albums that I listened to religiously. You know, it was like I think "Ready to Die," "Illmatic," uh, "Reasonable Doubt," uh, "Legal Drug Money." Yes, and and yes, I, I want to say either "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot" or "Capital Punishment." So I was I was a huge uh, Lost Boys fan, and then on top of that, I was a huge Cannabis fan. And 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 the Lost Boys kind of put on cannabis. You're so ready. Everything yeah. that cannabis was doing, I, I just remember cannabis rolling around with the Lost Boys and 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 being a part of that movement. And I was just such a fan of him and and everything that was attached to him. So, you know, the fact uh, that like that with the fact that that was like the gateway for me, and then to be where I am now and have a a, a song out with with Cheeks is. It's almost like everything coming full circle. Full so circle, it's, yep. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I like I, I never thought that would have happened, but you know, I was just a fan of 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 all that stuff growing up. And that was like literally I went to school with those albums. So so no my doubt. whole my whole taste as as a as a as a music fan came from listening to those albums. Well, you know? So thank you. Thank you, Cheeks. Appreciate you, man. Right back at you, kid. Let's get it. Yeah, I also I enjoyed the production on that track a lot too. One of my favorite AOB beats that I've heard him make. Yeah. AOB, yeah, he's great, man. Andy, Andy's great, man. That the, the the track was great, and then on top of that, he's a really good engineer too. I like the way he mixed the record down too. Yep, sounded yep. great. You have a lot of other new music coming out as well. Is it an EP or is it an album that's coming out with Static? Uh, so it's an EP. Um. So I have, a, I have an EP coming out with Static Selector on uh, May 5th. It's called uh, Endless Summer. I like the Endless and, Summer concept. Yeah, thank you. That was that was a big movie for me growing up, and I felt like it kind of tied into everything that I'm doing. I was going to say, we, you know, we grew up on the beach, too, out in the Hamptons. Endless Summer is just like, yeah. it's like if you that grew was up on the water. That was the movie I used to watch religiously. And, um, you know, obviously the, the album was called Summer Classics, and I feel yeah. like... 
this project is is a continuation of um a, you know certain songs on that album it's more like th this uh, this this project is like kind of in the vein of of like um you know the far side uh running uh you know arrested development like those songs that kind of define you know summertime music like cookout type of music yeah the one has uh, the really want, where the I one joint has the far side sample right exactly exactly yeah. so and then being that you know the endless summer was a movie i watched religiously as a kid so um it just made sense they kind of fit into the whole aesthetic of what i was going for so the project coming out may 5th is is a five song ep Static Selector produced all those songs. And then there's two bonus tracks that my boy Neff produced. So it's actually <laughs> in total. Static Selector, baby. Yeah, man. And um, and those two extra songs, one of them is a collaboration with, with Little D. So you guys, you guys are big fans of Little D and have been promoting him a lot. So he's on the project as well. Nice. And, um, yeah, yeah he man. Can, he can spit. Yeah, he's great. You know, and he... And he me what I used to be like when I was 15 or 16 you know it, like I see a lot of parallels between how I was when I was his age and who who's who nicer you at your age you at that age or him now I gotta say he's better than me bro he's he, he's better than me than I was at 16 I still was nice at 16 but he's yeah. like he's 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 amazing bro and mm. um you know, we got a video together. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the, the song we did. Honestly, even though it's a bonus track, I think, I think that's gonna be the one that people really like on the album. You know, and it, it's just cool to see somebody who's, you know, young and, and uh, yeah, is it's you know he's not tainted by any industry stuff. He's just doing it because he loves it. You know what I mean? And, he, and he knows the history too. Like he, yeah, he yeah, he understands that type of hip hop. Exactly. Crazy for his age. He's just having fun. And, um, you know, you don't see that a lot. Like, it's, it's a lot of people that do it for the wrong reasons. And, yeah. and yeah. he's just a good kid, you know? At this point, Bobby, you have quite a body of work. You've been putting out music a long time. And to those that don't know, you had another rap name before, Bobby J from Rockaway, that you put out a good amount of work as. Yeah. So there's actually, well, so when I first met, Kwame and we started working together uh, he was like your rap name should be Bob because everyone just calls you Bob and uh, it was kind of like some ironic stuff like oh like you know this was at the time before people started using their real names nice. as rap names like before that became a thing and um, I turned Bob into B.O.B. So B.O.B. would be, and I was, you know, I was trying to be on some like KRS-One, you know, knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everybody. Like I wanted to make it a acronym. So I made B.O.B. stand for Beyond Ordinary Belief. Oh, and okay. I never thought that anyone would have the rap name B.O.B. Yeah. And, and then, then about yeah. two years later, there was B. a rapper that came out with the name B.O.B. B. So came I out with, like, with uh, T.I. Yes. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, all right, well, I'm just going to make it beyond belief. And that was my rap name for for a while. And uh, I put out a couple songs under that name. But um, there was definitely a period where I stopped putting out like I kind of just hit this brick wall where I just stopped putting out music. I was kind of at a crossroads. Like, is this what I really want to do? I was yeah. fresh out of college. 
I wasn't making any money. I was living in my mom's basement. She's right here. Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. Thank you. It was thank you for the basement. Weird time. And uh, I think when when I got serious about putting out music again, um, I just wanted to just kind of go out there with the name that people have been calling me since I'm a little kid. Like everybody that I've ever known growing up has either called me Bobby or Bobby J or Rob. So, um, you know, I've called myself Bobby J and I put the from Rockaway on there just kind of as an exclamation point, because I feel like Queens um, as a borough has so many um, prolific and uh, legendary rappers. But when it comes to Rockaway in particular, you could count the rappers that have come out of here on one hand. You know, you have MC Search, you know, Chinks, um, Stack Bundles, Rest in Peace. Um, but it's like you can count them on one hand. You know, Father MC spent some time out here, but we're, we're really just a, a very overlooked section of Queens. And uh, as far as New York as a whole is concerned, they really don't know what the culture is like out here. It's a totally different place you know for people that never really spent a lot of time out here it's uh it's it's just very disconnected from any other part of new york yeah. city so it's important for me to represent it you know what i mean and that's that's why i put it in my name and you illustrate it you illustrate the feeling of the rockaways in your music that whole first album the one from last year it's that that's rockaway music for you right there is, is me sitting on the lifeguard chair you know what i mean like th there there's a lot about Rockaway that's that is is typical for New York neighborhood and atypical. So it's like if you're if you're standing on the boardwalk and it's the middle of the summer and you're looking at the water, you don't even know that you're in New York. It just looks like any other beach, right? Yeah. But then you could turn around and you see the A train, you see project yeah. buildings, you see middle class homes, you you could look up and you see million dollar homes. So it's it's kind of um it's a mixture of all these different things. So uh, I'm just trying to uh, show a side of New York City that people don't really get to see too often. Good shit. Yeah, you got more people yelling out far rock away from that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's right. It's hard. Word. I got mad people in far rock away. All the beaches. You already. Yeah. <laughs> it's good summer beach music. All of it in general. Good vibrations. I like uh, all the stuff that you're doing with Static. So what do we got planned after that? After the EP comes out with Static, what else do we got to look forward to in 2020? I have four videos for the project that I'm that I'm going to release, um, and I just feel like uh, you need to you need to have consistent music out nowadays. You know, it's not like it's not like the old days where you could wait a year, two years between albums and projects. Yeah, you can't do that. For for me, I want to have at least whether it's an EP or an album, I want to have something out every three to six months. You know, it's, it's just for somebody like me who's independent that, that um, so much of my following is dependent on, you know, reaching new fans and, and staying consistent. If I'm not, if I'm not putting something out um, every couple of months, I'm losing it. You know what I mean? So in the age of streaming, you have to just keep putting out content, yep. yeah. keep the listeners tuned in and constantly streaming whatever you have coming out so yeah, you, have, you have to build your own audience so you know everything yes. is building you know your spotify following building your social media following building you know your youtube following because um you know if you if you have your own audience 
that's the ultimate thing. You don't have to rely on anybody else. I don't have to rely on a label. I don't have to rely on anybody to tell me something is good or not. You know, if I have my own audience and people are tuning in, that's, I think that's the most important thing. And you guys are proving that on Instagram Live, what, every other week? Is it now? I saw you and Kwame are putting together this live concert. The last one was awesome. I saw you perform live. I think you were headlining it, essentially, right? The last, they saved the best for last. Uh, well, first of all, I was lucky. Um, uh, it was just an honor because, uh, you know, I was the only non-classic uh, hip-hop artist that was a part of it. You know what I mean? We had... Roxanne Shantae, we had Prince Marky D, we had uh, Special Ed, we had JJ Fad, we had um, King T. We had who else we have? We had um, uh, oh, Chubb Rock was in there. Like, yeah. We had we had 25 plus classic hip hop artists come into Kwame's live over the course of a day. Um, and, and it was just it, it, I, I don't. I want to say it was unprecedented. I don't think anyone's ever done something like that. Uh, so he brought me in because me and him have been working together for so long, and I was, I was the only new artist that was on it. You know what I mean? Amongst, I felt like an ant amongst giants. You know what I mean? And it was, uh, it was really crazy, man. It, at the height of it, I think there was like five thousand people. In the, in the in the room at one point, you killed and, it too. And it started out as just an idea. Like we didn't we didn't expect people. We thought at the height there was going to be a couple hundred people in there, but there was so you know there we went for maybe five hours. We had to shut the stream down and, and start it back up a couple yeah. times. And every time, two thousand people would pop in. It was it was crazy, man. It was we never expected it to to be what it was. And, I think that the, the, the people that are fans of him and, and that wanted to see that just were so supportive and it was, it was cool. It was really, I like really the, cool. I like these Instagram lives going on this. I mean, I think it, we would have already missed it, but Saturday, I mean, we're recording on Friday tomorrow. Uh, it's uh, DJ premier versus RZA in a song, a song battle. I can't wait for that, man. On live. I cannot wait for that. What do you guys think? Who who do you guys have as the winner tomorrow night? I Premier. Think I think it's Primo easy. Yeah. Primo I just, is no doubt. Yeah. RZA didn't even a lot of the good Wu Tang songs wasn't all wasn't all RZA either. He RZA, RZA, has, RZA has he some shit. Play. He yeah. does. Primo? This is the thing, yeah, I'm man. Sorry. I think I think I think RZA you can't discount RZA, man. Like RZA, nah, RZA was never. so RZA was so influential, but the thing is RZA what the songs that Riz is gonna play that are gonna hit? It's all home team. It's all Wu Tang. It's gonna be, you yeah. know, Thirty Six Chambers. It's gonna be, it's gonna be Wu Tang Forever. It's gonna be, um, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, only Bill for Cuba. Every day, Primo's gonna go in the Jay Z big. Nah, Everyone, yeah, gonna be crazy tomorrow. What time it's gonna be Gangstar. Like it's, it's I think it's eight o'clock tomorrow. Ooh, ooh, so. Yeah. And, and and Primo, if Primo really wanted to do it, he could, you know, he could play D'Angelo. He could play Christina Aguilera. He could, you know, there's just a versatility to Primo's catalog that I don't think is crazy. It's going to be so many yeah. people. I mean, Manny Fresh and uh, uh, Scott Storch did it, and I think it hit 200,000 people were in it at one point. Yeah, I don't really understand. I didn't really understand that matchup. 
I thought it was a little one-sided. But I really, I, I, outside of just hip-hop. We were just really being on the internet, it. man. Just I thought yeah. Manny, Fre- I thought Manny Fresh went in. He did. He but did. the thing is, Manny Fresh didn't have Scott as Scott? many number ones yeah. as Scott Storch. Yeah. Scott Storch Scott, come on, man. But the argument is that Scott Storage had others helping him with some of those yeah. hits yeah, on. Like, like, he was kind of cheap. That's true. That's true. Yeah, my man Scott Storage plays like this too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah uh, it's fun watching him. He's like this. He like he do all of that. He's I, I personally, I personally he, wanted to see the um the the Teddy Riley uh, uh baby yeah, face. Baby face. Ooh. Yeah. But, I mean that's like that's that's mm. the real battle I want to see, but I I don't know. We're, we're, they they keep postponing it. Any other dream matchups? I want to see Kanye take somebody on. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about face versus heel. Two chains called out Meek Mill, and Meek Mill said he wouldn't do it. Who? Two chains called yeah. out Meek Mill. Well, what? Calling out the music? Just like a bet? Yeah, ten songs. You play ten. Ooh. Your top ten songs. I want to yeah. see. Um, I want to see who really thinks they could go against Pharrell. Yeah, I think Pharrell, Pharrell will, will Ooh, really go somebody up. I want to see Rockwilder go. I think Rockwilder will surprise a lot of people. He's got, he's got hits. Yeah, man. Yeah, people don't really put this into the equation. It's good for you know. It's good for everybody. It's good for the yeah. fans. Like, it's good just for cool hip hop. Exactly. It's it's it good really for show it. really show what it do though. It's good for the argument. I want to see Tupac versus Biggie. <laughs> best songs versus best songs, right? Hey, man. You should do that on the Ryan on show. On the Ryan show, right? Get Ron G to spin it for us. Word. Well, I guess, uh, hey, this is where we can get the fans to be interactive. To all the fans out there listening, get involved. Let us know what you think. Go to at the real Mr. Cheeks 132. Go to his last post and let him know who you'd like to see for the dream battle. Hold up, but 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 one producer I want to I want to mention and this one of my favorite producers of the 90s and an Easy integral part, Easy, yeah. an integral part of legal drug money Easy Moby yeah Easy yep. Moby never gets brought up that doesn't and, oh. and and is is and ready to die probably personally my favorite rap album you know the architect of a lot of albums and and the unsung yeah. hero and did a lot of Tupac, some of my favorite Tupac songs with Easy Mo B. And um, you know, when people talk about '90s producers, they don't they don't bring him up. And what did he do? He did Lex bothered. Coops, Beamers, and the Benz, right, Cheeks? Oh yeah, he did a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. He, you know, Easy Mo B is is he did Light Styles and the Richard Shameless, the yeah, first he's, ever. Yeah, you know, un, like it, like a literal, like an unsung hero, man, and uh. Another one I want to shout out to is uh, Mark the 45 King, man. I think Mark the 45 King is one of my all-time favorites and doesn't get a lot of um doesn't get a lot of recognition, but and and I understand he's kind of a recluse, but every time he comes out with something, it's like a it's like a monster. So, you know, those guys those guys deserve Easy Mo B might get Easy Mo B could get anyone maybe. Get everyone. Real quick, Cheeks, I never asked you this. When you were working with Easy Moby, was it hands-on? Were you guys in studio like that, picking out the beats? How, how did that go down when you were making legal drug money? No, he sent, he sent beats, too. You know what I'm saying? Okay. First, like, when we first signed the Universal, they give you a bag of tracks. But, you know, Easy Moby, my man Tim Dog, that was some personals right there. Yo, my man got in my head, boom, boom, boom. Took dumb shit to him. It was a rap. You already. See, now, now I'm going to get into, like, 
Barbara Walters mode, but we, we, how many songs did you do with Easy Mo B in the studio? Well, I can't think about it off top. I got a new one right now, me, him, and, and Little Dap. Me, me, Little Dap, and Shaw Boulevard. Got something coming with Easy Mo B. So we still doing records. It's crazy, right? Wow. Yeah, that's amazing, man. And on that note, uh, to the fans out there listening, don't forget, save the date. The 22nd of April, Lost Boys, Grand Scheme 1226 comes out. I know we keep mentioning it, but it's extremely important that you get ready to download it. April 22nd, Grand Scheme, and May, what is it, May May 5th for Endless Summer? Well, April uh, 22nd, April 22nd, I, I have um, the first single from the ep is coming out it's called where i'm from and the video is going to drop that day as well so you know good we'll day have for music good day for queen's music this Hell grand good. scheme the grand scheme i'm ready for that streets yes, need that the full project comes out uh may 5th okay may 5th yeah, yeah, we'll 22nd we rocking out grand scheme and may 5th my man bobby from mother and far rockaway do it <laughs> you already know endless summer let's go <laughs> There you have it, folks. Save the date. Big things coming. And don't forget to follow Bobby J from Rockaway on Instagram at Bobby J from Rockaway. It's really that simple. And follow the real Mr. Cheeks 132. <laughs> Anything else is a fraud. That's not <laughs> yes. real. Yeah, That's not know, the accent. It's at the, the DA <laughs> real Mr. Cheeks 132, all right? Yeah. Everything else yeah. is, is a fraud. That's just on, There is no Twitter. There is no Twitter. There's always Mr. Cheeks on Twitter. That is not Terrence Kelly. If it has a blue check mark, it's fucking fake. Tell them Forget. all. Forget. <laughs> we keep it real on this radio program. God damn it. That's why they follow us. And don't forget to follow at the Ryan Show Africa. Shouts to the team. Affiliate <laughs> marketing overseas. This is the Ryan Show FM, and we will be back. Let's go. Bing. Yeah, Yeah, man. We just keep coming at the fire all day, man. Yeah. Come on. on. The legal drugs. Let's do this right here, man. Hey yo, man, hey yo, all the time I'm on mine I grind cause it's never done, I do what I do though Worry where my cheddar from, you better run I got the gun, I'm popping off at you Music off in films and the streets, we in the dead So I runs with the fellas that's loyal to the L That take care of family and business as well But I buy and sell, supply the hood for It don't be more I never lost it the politics, I do it independently Promote and get this money That's what my father sent for me And all the work I put in But to get something out of it I enter the den But don't leave out without a hit I'm in With every intention to win Got my trees and my honey Let the session begin more. With every intention to win I got my trees and my honey Let the session begin more. Nobody Can hold us down I'm just a beast from the east Soaking up these people's love from me Treating music like it's legal drug money See this my only outlet 
But I get charged up, it's hard to feed the streets when they keep the plug from me This word to Mr. Cheeks, rest in peace to Freaky Tie I don't gotta put my L's up, this music makes me high I smoke them like cannabis with this poison pen I'm A plus with it, rap raised us from boys to men So run this shit again, when you lean it with your friends In your Jeeps, Lex Coops, or your Beamers, or your Benz It saved me in your playlist, I'm living dangerous Cause my lifestyle is rich and shameless You don't like it, kiss my... And to the miscellaneous haters getting light Satisfaction that my dream in this life hasn't happened No, I'm nasty on this mic, kinda like Janet Jackson You whack rappers acting, lights, camera, action No, no, nobody, nobody can hold you down This is the Ryan Show FM broadcasting through the madness, through the craziest that is 5G internet. Look, I thought 5G internet was supposed to help us. I'm willing to have my brains melt through my skull. I don't even need to wear a tinfoil hat. But what the hell's going on with this internet? Hampton's Dave, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. I'm, it seems like I'm doing a little better than you are right now with your, uh, your connection <laughs> and everything. But, uh, you know, I'm doing great. It's, it's Easter. About to have myself a nice little Easter meal. Nice. Uh, I want to apologize to our guest on that note. Like you said, Hamptons, Dave, it's Easter. I'm so unholy. I'm so unorthodox that I didn't even realize today was Easter until I guess like a couple hours ago when people started letting me know and they're like, why are you doing interviews on Easter? What's wrong with you? Why are you interviewing a pimp queen on yeah, Easter on, on Easter. Instagram for the world to see? <laughs> so I want to apologize to the lovely Taniqua Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Taniqua Jones in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this interview. I'm like, I need this. <laughs> yes, We're exactly. Back in the New York groove, and she's just landed in from the ATL. Yes, yes. came back home. Got to work. Got to work in this New York craziness. So, You've yeah. got more right. balls than I do. I've got to say, I don't know if I'd get onto a plane these days. I know. It was scary. But I was like, bump it. Got to do what we got to do. Got to get that bag and. Tiniqua, exactly. people know you these days not just for your father's legacy. First off, all hail the great ODB. Thank Rebels you so. like myself, all hail the rebel rouser ODB. So it's I'm honored yeah. to have you on Skype with us right now. Thank you so much. I really, I really appreciate this. Thank you. And you know, my father, my father was crazy, but you know, he he was he was a loving guy, energetic, real. You know, so I'm happy to come on here and talk about my father and then all the other things that we have going on and I have going on in my life. You know, that's what I was going to say is because that's not why, you know, although we love ODB, you have your own legacy that you're building right now. We saw you on Growing Up Hip Hop just recently. Yes. So congrats yes. on that gig. 
and and that does just although that does show the significance that your father has had on hip hop, considering three of you, right? We're all on growing up hip hop. Um, it was well for his children. It was actually it was me and my brother, Young Dirty Bastard. So we've you know tried to get my sister. My sister did a little piece when we did our Rolling Stone shoot with growing up hip hop. So she did a little piece, but yeah, um, me and my brother, Young Dirty, was really the main people out of Old Dirty Bastard's children, you know, on the show. And how many children did he have, ODB? Um, I believe it's seven of us. Yeah, it's seven. Okay. It's seven of us. Yeah, so some people, they be like, oh, it's 13. I'm like, no. Well, you know yeah. what? Nobody came up yet. <laughs> so it's seven of yeah. us right now. As, as we know, seven. I feel like all these great men, people will always claim to be children of them for years and years after. Actually, yes. a writer of our show, Maisha Hendricks, her father was Jimi Hendrix, and I guess that's one of the misconceptions. Yeah, a lot of people claim that they're you know linked by blood to Jimi. I don't know why, just for maybe trying to get money out of it, but I mean, has that happened a bunch along the way? Um, some people have, um, some people have hit us up and said, oh, we're, you know, that's our father. And we're like, um, well, you gotta go through the process, you know? Um, yeah. and we keep in contact with them, but it gets to the point now I'm getting older. So I'm just like, okay, if you are, you are younger. Me would have been like, okay, I'm gonna just bring you underneath the wing and talk. I'm like, I got so much stuff going on now. And it comes with, you know, some of it comes with negativity and a whole bunch. I'm just like, I don't got time for it. I just got to worry about what's going on in my life right now. But, you know, we had even one take the test. And for years, she thought that that was a father got him tatted and then came back that she's not his. So, oh, no. Yeah. And had the tattoo and everything. Yes. And, you know, I actually really like that, you know, wanted that to be my sister, you know? But it is like damn sad that that you know happened, whatever. But you know, we we still going through our little stuff, DNA and all that. But we trying to work through it, and you know. But we right now it's seven of us. Blood isn't always de- going to determine family anyway, so don't feel too bad. You know, she's still your sister in a sense. Yeah, right? I'm like she's still because blood, blood works yeah. in a friend. <laughs> so exactly. yeah. So was do, this your first do you time have doing? Any- what was that? Go ahead, Hams, Dave. I'm sorry, I got a little just, delay over you know, here. I was gonna say, do you have any, uh, you know, memories of, you know, being with your father and yes, like, was I, he like what like the people, you know, what the media portrayed it as, or was he, you know, like, uh, well, you know, media portrayed him as this, you know, drug addict, this crazy person. Now, my father, he was all those things, but you didn't really get to see who he was. It, he was so much more than, you know, somebody that did drugs, um, somebody that was just crazy and out of control. He was a really nice, humble guy. Like, he would give you his shirt off his back, and that would be it. Like, he loved the children. You know, that whole slogan, oh, who things for the children? That was my father, because that he, that's who he was. wu Tang is for the children. He always gave back. So we would just always have like little moments. Like I used to, we always used to be on a, a softball team. So we had this parade and he actually came, walked through the whole parade with oh, us. And everybody, you know, it's like, oh my God. And I'm like, okay, look at my father's here supporting us, doing what he got to do as a father. So he was really good. I have a lot of great memories and I'm the oldest. So I remember most of what, you know, went down and everything, you know, so. He must have been a fun dad. Let's be honest. I could only imagine like, 
now that I'm a father myself, I try to be a, a, as much of a fun dad as I can. I can imagine because he's such a creative guy. He was fun. Um, I, uh, one of the funnest things when he went away, it's like Japan or anywhere he went, he would bring us back a big bag of toys. I don't know if y'all remember GameCube. It didn't even come out in the States yet. He brought that back to my brother. Like he would just buy us anything we wanted. <laughs> and it- and- that was it. Like that's that was our daddy, and I was daddy's girl. So I was just like, that was it. <laughs> so he was he was a lot of fun. He was a lot of fun, but he was serious too. He was nobody. To, he was nobody to play with. And recently, once again, we're going to make this, we're going to take the turn in the direction of a little bit more about you and what you're doing right now. But recently, mm-hmm. I did see you receiving a really cool plaque. It looked to be platinum, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So what was that you were receiving that platinum plaque for? It was his, it's his 25th anniversary um, for the 36 Chambers album. Um, and Rhino Records, Electra Records, and um, what is it? Um, Warner. They all presented these, honored us with these plaques that he went platinum for, finally. So we just, we was like, so excited. It was emotional. It was, you know, it was a, it was a big thing. And, you know, this coronavirus thing happened. We were supposed to have this big major event in New York on March the 28th, because that's the day that he actually dropped his album. So, you know, that, you know, that got pushed back and, but they also have a digital copy of, um, like, I guess, remastered of the 36 Chambers um, album as well. So it's just a whole big thing that's behind it. And it's, it's amazing. And, we, I couldn't, I didn't believe that we was able to get a plaque because I would walk into like my grandmother's house or even Riz's house and, you know, see those sure. things on their walls. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could get one. And they honored us all yeah. each with one. Uh, well, you, yeah. you guys deserve that because if, you know, you and your brother especially have been putting a lot of work into preserve your father's legacy, making all yes. those media appearances. I mean, your brother embodies your father more than anybody, yes, I'd say. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. He does. It's a good point. People, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I was at the loud, you know, the loud reunion. Okay, uh, yeah, I was at there. Radio City, and and he turned up. He turned yes, up. he did. Yeah, he turned up. And I always wanted to wish I ran into him after that to tell him he killed that performance. It was good to see. Yes, thank you, Keith. Thank you so much. Yeah. He he does a great job, and Wu Tang really sees his his growth. And sees like, oh my God, he's really not, he's not playing. He's not, you know, you know, he's not, he's not taking on this persona of ODB. That's who he is. His walk, his talk, yeah. how he yeah. performs, you know, that's young dirty. That's Barca and Unique Jones. So people think, oh, he's trying to imitate him. He's cop no, if you get to know my brother, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> it was like he spit him out. That was it. And he's always been like this? This wasn't since he started rapping? Um, Since he started rapping, when he was younger, he was actually quiet. He didn't speak. We thought he was mute. (laughs) So, so like, once my father passed, because he was rapping before that, but once my father passed, my brother um, went on up to the podium, and he was like, I'm unique. You know, people call my father unique. I'm ODB. I'm him. If y'all need anything, y'all come to me. I'm him. And I tell everybody this story. I feel like my father left that casket and jumped into my brother. And from then, he, he's he been on, on up, up and up since then. Wow. And how old was he when he made that proclamation? Um, How old was he or me? How old was your brother when he made the proclamation that he is unique? He was, I think he was about, 
he was either 14 or 15 because me and him right now, me and him are the same age right now for two weeks. We're Irish twins. So his birthday was on April 9th. So he had to be either 14 or 15. God bless your mother. I think he was 14. Yes, yeah. thank you. God bless my Lord. I couldn't imagine, like, after just seeing what, what a woman goes through, I always wonder how Irish twins that saying happens. Well, the Irish part must be the whiskey because I don't know how a woman could have- <laughs> Go for another one right after. I told my mother, I was like, mm, y'all were dirty. Y'all too dirty, dog. I said, I don't know how y'all did that. <laughs> and your mom's been very outspoken about the coronavirus recently, right? Mm-hmm. On Instagram. And the only reason I know this, and I want to see, I want to do a quick fact check here. Because a dear friend of mine is the white rapper from Howard Stern. And he always tells me that his best friend in life was ODB. And he's a he's a BSer a lot of times, so I wasn't sure how true this was. So, are you familiar with Sean Lennon, the white rapper? Yes, <laughs> Sean. Sean is like our uncle, our white uncle. <laughs> yes, yes. My, he was always with my father. Um, Sean is crazy. He's a character, but he, yes, he he's really is a character. Yes, he is. His he has his white car, and he has these um. He had these masks, mask, the clown mask on <laughs> each and you roll past. You're like, what the? You what the heck is he doing? He's crazy, but he's he's a he's a he's a bunch of fun. Though. He's got a lot of love for you and the family. He's winter gonna be very excited when down. I tell him. Yes, winter with the top down, freezing cold. Yep. <laughs> with his mask on, you see him out there. He was actually. I will say this: Sean was the first one to really predict the severity of the coronavirus amongst any one of my friends. Everybody kind of oh, wow. didn't take it too seriously. Sean, back in January, was saying, oh, it's the end of the world. It's going to be like Mad Max. Everybody get ready. And he predicted it. Yeah. And I even see, I follow him, but I haven't seen his page. I got to go on yet. I haven't seen him a little bit, but yes, that's like my uncle right there. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see that he's not BSing us. That's good. So, yeah, he's not. <laughs> you said season two is on the horizon for growing up yes. hip hop. What do we yes, have to look forward um, to in season two? Season two, things are dropping. Like season one, you know, you know, it's TV, you know, it's TV. And this was me and my brother's first time going in on TV. We trying to figure out exactly, okay, what should we do? What should we say? The ins and outs. Now coming back for season two, there's no whole bars. Like we're yeah. dropping everything. Like uh, we wanna, we wanna make sure his album comes out. We want people to really see who Young Dirty Bassett is. You know, hear him, and yeah. you know, not just hear ODB. So we want that to happen. And you know, he's still building his career, seeing what exactly because he's dealing with his family and you know, making babies and stuff like yeah. that. So <laughs> we want to really focus on his career season two and then also for me i'm kind of leaving underneath that you know person that was helping him out i'm starting to do my career now i want to do um get into more fashion start my new i want to do a plus size clothing line um i have some secrets that i need to release and let everybody know including my family so hot takes so, yeah. <laughs> i know that ham is david excited about that clothing line um, yeah, some drama. There's going to be some drama, but we try to keep it clean because we don't want no fighting or whatever. Because I don't know if y'all seen the scene when my brother threw the cake that I got him because he swore it wasn't vegan. Um, that was the most of the argument of fighting that we would do. But I'm not trying to really, you know, show that side because I want to get branded and all that, you know? <laughs> 
I always thought that was good for the show when there's drama. I get excited it about is. the cake throwing. People love drama. It's oh, yeah. crazy. Like they like they like forget your music career. Give us the drama. What do you got? Like fight. I'm like, oh my god. But it's some people on there, you know, that do bring drama, and it's hard for you to avoid it. So. This one, like I said, there's no whole bars. I'm not going to be like all pretty and just be like, oh, okay, quiet. I'm going to let myself out. I'm going to let people really get to know who Taniqua Jones is, who the daughter, the old, the eldest, you know, old dirty bastard, because his his character run through all of us. So we all got some craziness going on with us. <laughs> ODB was like the biggest personality or one of the biggest personalities ever in hip hop. And personality is the most underrated category but it, in my yes. opinion, it's, it's probably the most important because if I don't find somebody to have enough character or at least a big enough personality, I don't even want to listen to what they have to say to begin with. And ODB was proof that it didn't matter necessarily what the lyrics were, but the energy behind it and what he stood for. So you could see it in that RZA versus Primo, Primo battle last night. You know, mm-hmm. ODB had a had a bunch of verses on on those for for RZA, and they're all bangers, all. Oh, and they're they're cousins, right? RZA and ODB were yes. second cousins. So, are you? Do you still yeah, have a relationship with RZA and Jizza? Mm-hmm. Yes, Jizza, RZA. Well, I would see them more so at the concerts, at the shows. But we had a relationship. I grew up and like going to RZA house almost every weekend, going to Six Flags. Like we had a relationship. Those are my cousins, Jizza. I reach out to him. I talk to him. Jizza is one of the most people that I actually I would hit up and he would hit me up oh hey cousin whatever whatever we'll talk and all the children have a great relationship you know we don't talk all the time but when it when we get together it's like you know no time has passed so we all have a great relationship and then you know my brother has um what is it called the new generation with um Ghostface son um you got son um uh, and so Method Man son yeah so that whole group is is dope and they you know it's all the children trying to work together and do things and the cousins we reach out like okay what you doing what you doing and sometimes they reach out okay let's let's see we could work this out together so what what were the family parties like were there any like legendary performances between the three of them anything crazy like that um i'm trying to think you know what the family parties really that i remember is really with my father and our immediate his mother his um his sisters and all that and they were just saying and just old school my father was old school that's all it was and sometimes we will go to Riz's house and if they did have parties around that time my father wasn't here Riz would throw like christmas parties and give all the children money we'll go shopping the next day or whatever and just we have a big giant sleepover with everybody so yeah, we, we, you know, when we were younger, we used to have some great, great times. You know, everybody's getting older, doing their little thing now. So it's hard to really latch on to everybody to yeah. really do something because everybody's busy and working as well. So, yeah. Well, now we're all inside. Now we got to have big, giant Zoom parties at this point. Yeah. You know, yeah. Skype party. I said, as long as I have some alcohol, I could join in. Because hey, I'm just like, hey, okay. Hey. <laughs> oh, you, you, you sipping right now? No, I wish. I wish. I'm about to do something else, but I'm not sipping. I'm about to be smoking. <laughs> yeah. Believe me. Yeah. I smoke heavily yeah. all day. We've been, I mean, what's a, what's an interview on the Ryan Show FM without us smoking? I guess, I don't know if you guys can see me right now. Uh, I know that they can on the radio. You came on. 
I was, I see you came on. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do that after this interview. <laughs> <laughs> Got to spark up. Got to give a big shout out real quick to Tribe Talks while we're here. If, if anybody was crazy enough to not stash up on their weed, well, it's okay. There's a thing called CBD and it's legal. And you can get it shipped at tribetokes.com, promo code Ryan. That means you're only paying 80% to Nigua. And I, yo, it's good. I'm like, please send me this code and everything so I can go ahead. A thousand percent. Actually, I didn't know this, but if you overdose on edibles, because that happens to me. I don't know about you. You ever taken too many edibles and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like the world is <laughs> crashing around you. I have a story for that. Oh my God. I have Let's a story for that one. We're all guilty. Let's hear it. So... You know, if my husband hears this, he's probably going to be last, but it was so funny. <laughs> so I was pregnant with my daughter. My daughter now, she's going to be two in um, June. Yeah, two in June. So I was pregnant. So um, we were supposed to do, um, have some type of relationship with some type of distillery, I mean, distillery or something in um, California. So they sent me back with all these goodies. Um, so I had a peanut butter cup, that thick one like that, and he ate a piece of it. And I'm like, okay, take your time, because he was never eating edibles or anything. I had that before. I know what it is. So he was like, oh, I'm not feeling anything. I was like, you know what? Go ahead. You want to eat it? Eat the whole thing. So he ate the whole thing. He fell asleep for two hours. He woke up. He started walking to the bathroom. He stumbled. I'm like, you okay? So I hit his big crash in the bathroom. He fell out in the bathroom. Um, I go to the bathroom and he looked like he's bugging out. And I'm like, oh my God, you're not going to leave me here with no baby. Well, come in. <laughs> so I call the ambulance and they're like, what happened? I'm like, well, I gave my husband an edible. And they're like, what is an edible? I'm like, oh my God, it's infused marijuana. <laughs> And so um, now the ambulance on the way. I went and stashed all the stuff away because I'm like, I'm gonna get locked up and I'm pregnant. And I'm like six months, seven months pregnant. I'm big. So the people actually come. The ambulance come, and they're like, so what? What did he have? I said he had infused um, edibles, like well marijuana. And they're like, Reese's. Yes, I'm like they was like, do you have more? Because he looked fucked up. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what are y'all talking about right now? And then we all started having a conversation while my husband is on the floor, and we like they were like, oh, so where can you get it from? I'm like, oh, here go the information and everything. And we just forgot about my husband. And then we finally got him in the ambulance, and then we went to the hospital, and I had to describe the whole story to the doctor. And she's like, please don't give him nothing. And he was on an IV. Fluid IV for like six hours. Oh, so God. that was the <laughs> That's so called paranoia there for you. It, yeah. that, when that happens, there's a way to fix that without calling the ambulance, without getting him on the stretcher. CBD apparently levels it out. I had no idea, but if you smoke, oh, there's wow. like CBD joints, there's CBD vapes. I had no idea. And this isn't part of a, a paid promotion. Well, kind of, <laughs> but you know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get more into it and understanding. I really would like my family to get really into medical marijuana. I'm like, I'm all for it. I'm like, that's what I want. I want a distillery one day. Well, I saw that your brother opened up the. It's his own. Is it his own drink? The uh, the YDB beverage. The Yogi um, Bassett um, Brew. Yes, he has his own drink. Um, it's being sold at Citra Brewery um, downtown Brooklyn. So that was a major thing for my brother. Like, I'm like, he has his own beer because, you know, my father always drank 40s, Old English. So he's the reason why I was drinking 40s of Old English. <laughs> Remember being influenced by ODB. 
Yeah, and that was that was one of my brothers, his influence. Like, you know what? My father always joked this. Let me come out with our with my own bear. So we're trying to get it different places in Colorado, and you know, trying to get it going. So it's it's doing good. So we're excited about that. Well, till Corona came. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Corona. I know. I know. The beer Corona took a major blow. R.I.P. I feel bad for Corona the beer. I know. Everybody's like Corona the beer. I'm like, oh. I, I, I see people drinking more Corona now than ever. They shut the factory down, though. That's I heard it. Of choice. Corona. Uh, I'm not a beer drinker. I'm not a beer drinker at all. I, my brother's was actually good because it's it's a honey like a honey taste to it. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. I need something that's sweet because the beer, some of the, I guess the L's or whatever it is, it just be too strong for me, the aftertaste. I'm like, ugh. It's a lot. These IPAs are powerful too. I didn't realize how powerful some of these IPAs are. I had a drink called, I believe it was the Golden Monkey. And I had three Golden Monkeys and I blacked out and I woke oh, up what? and my whole family was mad at me. Everyone <laughs> was mad at me. <laughs> I woke up four hours later, don't remember anything. And yeah, just went downstairs and everyone's looking at me like I just did the most terrible thing. I was like, all right, let's turn right back around, went back upstairs. Yeah. Powerful, those IPAs. I'm like, tell me the story. I want to know exactly what I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was just like it, like incoherent mumble of just saying rude things. I think I was just really rude and then went to sleep. That's the really PG version of it. That's the worst. That's the oh, worst. Man. I love but, uh, Taniqua, it was great to have you on. Let's plug the Instagram so for the listeners much. out there. Where can they find you on IG? Yes, my Instagram, you can follow me at Taniqua Jones 404. I'm verified, so you cannot miss me. Okay? <laughs> yes, love the verification. Can I throw some more information out real quick? Hell yeah, plug away. We have, um, I don't know if y'all seen the, on Amazon Music produced a documentary for my um, father. It was like an 18-minute documentary. And it was shown on YouTube. It was amazing. And I'm like, when it ended, I'm like, I want more. So we're supposed to be working on an actual real documentary now for my father, Old Dirty oh, Bastard. So I'm oh, so excited. Yeah, we need that. Yes. We definitely need I that. I want to thank you for preserving the legacy because there are so many pioneers in that genre that their legacy is almost forgotten or lost. And the only thing about it is is stuck on Google somewhere if you really search for it. But you guys are keeping it right out in the forefront. The Amazon video is a perfect example. The new and, and it's not only you guys, it's RZA. RZA's done a great yeah, job as well. RZA's keeping him alive as well, too. You know, the Hulu, they got picked up for season two. So yep. we're excited about that. They coming yeah, back I, with that. I love that series. I was heavily into that series. I watched it pretty much as soon yeah, as they dropped on the Hulu. I was watching them. That was really good. Um, and I know RZA, he... He tell he was telling me that he was holding back a little bit, so I'm hoping season two really shows old Dirty Bastard and who he really, really was. So I'm just hoping that you know comes out so everybody can get a taste of that because they didn't really show too much. So I'm just hoping season two they bring it. <laughs> season two, baby. I'm gonna ask you one last thing. I saw somebody, I forgot who it was. They asked the question to KRS One if there were three songs that you could show somebody that had never heard hip-hop for the first time three three hip-hop songs what songs would they be i want to ask you the same thing in terms of your father what three odb songs would you play for a listener that had never heard odb for the first time oh okay 
I, I'm sorry. Okay, the first two have to be Brooklyn Zoo and Shimmy Shimmy Y'all. Have, have to be. Um, now, this is my personal favorite. I like Stomp. I like Stomp. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but that's my song. I will let people hear because that's what he really, you hear that. Well, you hear it. Never mind. You hear it all over Brooklyn Zoo and Shimmy Shimmy, Shimmy, Shimmy Y'all. But Stomp gives is something more... Um, rugged and it's nasty raunchy like i like stomp is that's one of mine's right there so that's what we're gonna play then taniqua thank you <laughs> taniqua jones in the building wu-tang yes. is for the children and this clan ain't nothing to f with we'll be back yeah, baby. Brooklyn. let's go sing the song sing the song with me Tell me why, tell me so I ask you to go high, you tell me to go low So I go low, taste the shit Taste it again, I like it I'm the original G-O-D Making young ladies scream's my specialty When I go dead, dead, dead Girls get hyped from the funky fresh music That was stereotyped When I kill that old mad rugged flow Not singing a song, duck of disco Or a disco duck, we hip-hop Baby, baby, I can't stop Ooh. Dots like come on through Shoo, Just a call for the wounds I came here to rectify Brooklyn to terrify Why? Niggas wanna get up and rap and rap and rap Man, that bitch that I make it shit I wanna see him up in the air Can you dig it? Let's sing a song Come on party people all in together now Sing along Have you ever, ever, ever in your long legged life Had a boy had a bitch for your boy headed wife? <laughs> Dad. Who's the baddest motherfucker in the Brooklyn town? And also representative of the Wu-Tang Sam. If you wanna jump up and get f***ed up Last nigga got up and got shot up But who's a gangster on the ball strap hanger? With the Wu-Tanger, I'll bring ya You get shanked and spanked and alley-ooped I admire true niggas like Drain and Snoop Chamber number 9 verse 32 Only speaks about Brooklyn too That a true nigga shall come through no one is available to be compatible. Yo, this chamber number nine, verse 32, is what we call the stomp. Straight up and down, I get dirty to the ground. Rhyming get me paid mad bread by the pound. Shout out to my crew. Tight as a belt, y'all. Go out and name Big A from the shelter. And we are back, folks. I hate to tell you this, but all good things, well, they must come to an end. At least at some point, and that includes this radio program, The Ryan Show FM. We are closing our doors for the evening. But don't cry, Hamptons Dave, because you can find us on Instagram at The Ryan Show FM. I was going to say, check our Instagrams out. Hampton's Dave. Check me out on Twitter. Holla at me. I want to know what's going on in this quarantine, everybody out there. Go back and Google us. Google our show. Go to theryanshow.net. We're not going anywhere. We're still going to be here quarantining with you. And that reminds me, brand new episodes out now. Once from the summer, great interviews, including our sit-down with Young Lyric, our sit-down with social media outcaster, I should say social media prankster Prince Z. 
All this good stuff, it's all available on anchor.com slash The Ryan Show. Just Google The Ryan Show FM and a whole bunch of good stuff comes up. Save the dates, April 22nd, a date even more important than April 20th. Brand new Lost Boy album, Grand Scheme, 1226. Woo! 26, man, Grand Scheme, baby. Let's get it. It's going down, man. Appreciate the bing bing. Let's bang out. That's it. The bang out will commence. And Mr. Cheeks, I hear there's going to be uh, quite a few Instagram live parties. In the meantime, we've got DJ Unique. We've got the Ryan Show on 420. Yes, sir. Man, we just be partying, man. I mean, we in the house, man. We ain't got nothing to do but stay safe and get, you know, get your plans ready for when the do come back going on. You know what I mean? I like that. I've been loving these Instagram lives, though, just interacting with people. I feel like some people are lit. You know, you see all these, like... Everybody's stuck doing the same thing, so you see like your favorite celebrity chilling, doing the same thing you are, watching these Instagram lives, commenting. Yep. We're all stuck in the same feed. Yep. I'm surprised that Instagram doesn't crash. What are they using, like 10G internet over there? What's going (laughs) on? Don't say that, man. Yeah, don't (laughs) say (laughs) that. So, Cheeks, what are your thoughts? Do you think the 5G towers have anything to do with this catastrophe that we're going through? Yeah, I ain't into too much of that. I ain't into too much of that. So I just live, man. Whatever, whatever, man. Yo, my man, like I said, man, the nigga, the, Obama set it up early in 2014. You, you, the, the orange stepped everything up, man. What you mean, man? We got it already planned out and ready to go. This this dingbat messed the things up, man. <laughs> so you know what it is, man. I'm not even, I'm not even going to think about it. Man. I'm just going to pray for all of us, man, to get through this shit and just... Smoke my tree and kick my cat ass real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cheeks' outlook on politics. One thing he knows for sure is that Donald Trump is a dingbat. <laughs> dingbat. Man, that's good. I love dingbat. Oh, oh, that's a nasty comment. Don't say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Folks, it's always good to uh, be sitting down and entertaining you. And you can join us again next week at the same time in the same place. Keep downloading as many radio apps as you can on your phone. As long as it means you can listen to us, damn it. Hampton's Dave, Mr. Cheeks. It's uh, always great to sit down with you, gentlemen. Just to let you guys know, we'll see if it lasts over. But I'm officially on hour 20 of uh, sobriety. We'll see how long this lasts. Would you get in trouble? I ate one too many edibles the other day, oh, and I didn't have my tri CBD to balance it out. I fell asleep for hours, made a fool of myself. So yeah, uh oh. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm time out. I would say it's a, it's a bit of a break. It's not a time out, and it's not like I'm I'm necessarily in trouble. I'm just taking a step back. Well, I'll roll up for you. Please do, because 4:20 is coming. All right, God knows I'm not gonna be able to last that long. Oh man, you can't do that. No, hell no. Especially on IG Live. I'll get butchered by the by our own fans on IG Live. But, uh, gentlemen, thank you so much. We'll be seeing you again next week. Be sure to follow Mr. Cheeks at the real Mr. Cheeks 132 at Hamptons Dave if you can't get enough of the socialite. And we'll be back at the same time, same place next week. We'll see you then, folks. Adios. Adios.